We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in to a Monday, March 6th, OBR Film Breakdown. I'm your host, Jake Burns. We are going to go through uh, and talk Combine. With, with with talking about the culmination of the NFL Combine, I think we have to uh, peel back and look at results, right? That's, that's, that's it. But I think it's important to note a couple things, right? And what I would say you should note is how you look at these things, the scope by which you look at them. Not every player that gets drafted, first of all, goes to the combine. Not every player at the combine does the requisite drills to get the full scope. And then um, when you look at the scope, I think the relative athletic score that has swept social media is really the way to go about this. So you talk about RAS, which is RAS scores. You hear people talk about this, the relative athletic scores. And you might wonder, well, what does that mean? You see these you know, ranging from 0.01 to 10.00, you're comparing players, both size, speed, agility, and explosion to the peers at the position over the duration of testing data that we have. So when you're looking at this class, for example, we'll start with quarterback. Anthony Richardson gets a 10.00 RAS, and we know Anthony Richardson had an unbelievable performance at the Combine, checking in 6'4", 244, a 40 and a half inch vertical, a 10.9 broad, uh, a 4.43 40-yard dash with a 2.58 split, 20 yards, 1.53, 10 yards. Now, he didn't do any agility, but having three of the four is enough to get a gauged RAS score. Now, you you would obviously expect him at his pro day to do the agilities, not that they're imperative to the quarterback position, but you also get a test of arm length and hand size. So you get, uh, and I should mention benches in there too. You do get a big piece of the puzzle of who these guys are. Now these things get completed. You need a core to do the score. So some guys didn't get enough input put in theirs, but for the most part, some guys who showed up did do enough. So you see RAS scores start to trickle out. Now as pro days happen, over the next two months, you will get the complete picture of how these guys compare to their peers, and that's what we like to do. But the fun thing is, 
if you go to Kenley Plot's website, you will be able to check all, you know, through the duration of, of quarterback time, be able to figure out based on if guys have, you know, documented testing data, how they compare to every player that's played at their position over time. And that's what they do here is compare to all these peers. So like Anthony Richardson's a 10.00 RAS score. There are two other quarterbacks in the in the uh, sort of history rundown here of the RAS score database that also have a 10.00. That would be Cam Newton. I don't think it's a surprise. It's the name that came up all weekend. And another one I don't think you would guess if I gave you a lot of time to guess it, although you should know when I say it, um, this quarterback was was certainly in there, uh, an athletic specimen, cover of Madden, Dante Culpepper. I don't think you would have guessed that, but... Culpepper was the other one. Now, it's important to also understand that now Cam Newton was a 10 RAS score at the time of his testing. Uh, Dante Culpepper was as well, but now there are better athletes, right? Anthony Richardson's better, so the all-time RAS score for Cam Newton's a 9.99. Culpepper's a 9.98. Richardson's a 10.0. The other two in the top five, Marcus Mariota, which you would probably have expected, with a 9.94. And Josh McCown, who you never would have guessed, coming out of Sam Houston State in 2022, sorry, coming out of Sam Houston State in 2002, was a 9.96. If you've not seen Josh McCown, long-time backup quarterback in the league, freaky athlete, great basketball player. Guy had a 38.5-inch vertical, a 10-foot broad. His short short, uh, shuttle was a 3.9. His three cones was a 6.85. He ran a 4.640. Josh McCown, top five quarterback athlete ever documented. Then there's like a lot that you would expect, like Tyree Jackson, Brett Hundley, Robert Griffin. Andrew Luck was a 9.79. That's crazy. That's why he was a generational prospect. If you look back at Andrew Luck, what did he do athletically? He ran 6'4", 234, so great size at the position. 36-inch vertical, 10'4", broad, 4'6", 740. 4'2", shuttle, 3-cone, 6.8. Pretty freaky, Andrew Luck. But then there's some that you probably wouldn't expect, right? Like Blaine Gabbert. Um... Yeah, Blaine Gabbert's probably the only one. But the other names of quarterback, like you would expect, Brady Quinn, Tim Tebow, Colin Kaepernick, all those guys, Jake Locker, those are some of your top ones. Kyle Bowler, there's a name blast from the past from 2003 Cal. But when we look at the 23 class, I just want to kind of give you some examples of what this stuff looks like. So if we look at just 2023, that's what we kind of want to go through here is who had the best combine um, metrics uh, that we've seen, right? So the, the highest graded combine guys... And we'll go position by position, talk through uh, each of these and talk about players that mattered, right, and 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 see if there's any names that we should know um, for Brown's purposes. Quarterback, the best one was Richardson. Clayton Toon out of Houston had a 9.72. Tyson Baggin from Shepard had a, um, a 9.15. Um, and then Tanner McKee had a 6.8.69. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who's from UCLA, had a 7.86. The Browns met with him. Obviously, he's a pretty similar mold to Deshaun Watson. He ran a 4.5640, which was great. The shuttle and, and three-cone were not very good, a poor composite grade there, but he did jump 32.5 and a 10-foot broad, so those are good. 6.2203, pretty similar to Watson relative. So those are quarterbacks, right? A lot of guys like Will Levis didn't have enough for the picture. Bryce Young was there, weighed in, weighed in at 204 somehow, some way. He's not going to play anywhere near that weight. C.J. Stroud. Uh, put on a show in the passing side of things, but did not have enough there. Um, you know, he's going to do all of his stuff at Ohio State's pro day. He did do just height and weight and throwing, so he'll do his Ohio State stuff. A lot of these guys are pushing toward their individual uh, college pro day. So now let's check running back, right? So checking running back, 
Daenerys Prince, a name you probably have not heard of from Mississippi, a 9.84 RAS score. John Robinson, largely the top running back in the class, according to a lot of people studying this thing, 9.81. He's your second highest. Uh, guys that you would be interested in for the Browns, uh, Keaton Mitchell with an 8.53 RAS score out of East Carolina, who I like a ton, ended up doing phenomenally with a 4.38, I think was what his officially came in. No, 4.37, which is a big explosion guy. 38-inch vertical, 10.06 on the broad. You really like to see that 5.8, 180 is not great size. But again, I'm looking for that smaller you know, passing down inside zone type of running back. Uh, I think that can be a really good fit. And I, re I really like Keaton Mitchell other guys that were there. Cause running back is of interest to me looking around 40 yard dash guys. Uh, Devon, a chain out of Texas A&M runs a four, three, two blazing Jameer Gibbs again on the smaller side from Alabama, but a four, three, six, but John Robinson checked in at a four, four, six, Evan Hall from Illinois, uh, sorry, Northwestern is a four, four, seven. And that's kind of it for guys that actually ran. The vertical jump stuff, Chase Brown out of Illinois had a fantastic vertical, really a fantastic day in general. Um, Brown also ran a really good time, uh, 4 4 3 40. Uh, His vertical was the best. The broad jump was the best at 10-7. Mitchell was second best at 10-6. Ty J. Spears, the two-lane kid who I really like, checked in at a 10-5. He also vertical jumped. Ty J. Spears, 39 I was expecting him to do, um, expecting him to do the running, but he didn't. Not many running backs did the three cone and shuttle. Evan Hull and Sir Roderick um, Thompson out of Texas Tech were the only two that did the three cone and, and uh, shuttle. So that's it. We didn't get any bench press data from those guys at this point either. So those are, you know, your your top running back performers. Moving on. Looking at wide receiver, top wide receiver athletic scores. Again, we didn't get everybody in this that we wanted to get in this one, so that's a bit disappointing. But we can obviously go through the 23 group and look at the highest score. So Bryce Ford Wheaton, who will catch my eye over the next two months, going to watch his tape, a 996, which is an interesting one. Jonathan Mingo, who I talked about on Twitter today, big body guy out of Ole Miss with a 993. So you like seeing you know him perform. Well, Andre Iosivas, uh, I think is how you pronounce that, out of Princeton, a really great athlete, 6'3", 205. He did 19 bench reps, 39 vertical, 10.08 broad, a 4.43 40-yard dash, moving. His shuttle and three-cone were also great, so a really good score for Andre. Going to watch more of him. Obviously, Mingo at 6'1", almost 6'2", 220, 22 bench reps, which is obviously great. Uh, explosion stuff was elite 39 and a half and 1009. And then the 40 yard dash was a four, four, six. So you like that Bryce Ford Wheaton is six, four, two, 21 running a four, a four, three, eight with a one, five, four, 10 yard split. His shuttle was a four, one, five, which is great. A 41 inch vertical and a 1009 broad jump. I mean, those are really impressive numbers, uh, like miles Boykin type impressive at that position. Other guys who had higher numbers, Arkansas's Matt Landers, Rasheed Rice, who is uh, a guy that many people like in this class. He has a 9.65. Cedric Tillman, older, but a nice player who somebody's going to get him and he's going to play right away and be nice for them. A 9.56. Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee product, a 9.46. Jackson Smith and Jigba did not run the 40, but he did everything else. His 
I mean, what he did in the shuttle and three cone, he had a 35 inch vertical, which is sort of average. And then a 1005 broad, which is, which is good, really good to great six, one, one ninety six. His shuttle and three cone were some of the best recorded at the wide receiver position in documented data history. 3.93 shuttle, 6.573 cone. Impressive as hell. His his pro day will see the 40. I expect it in the 4-5. He should go in the first round, no question. A.T. Perry with a nice one out of Wake Forest. Michael Wilson. These are all guys above nine. Justin Shorter from Florida. Now, guys, I'm interested in here. Tyler Scott had an 8.30. We'll click on him and go through a little bit of what Tyler did. Uh, and then, obviously, another guy I've talked a lot about is Marvin Mims. Mims uh, didn't check in very great size-wise, 5'10", 5'11", 183, but he had a 39.5-inch vertical, a 10.09 broad, and a 4'3", 840-yard dash with a 10'55", 20-yard split, which is fantastic, and a 10-yard split of 155. He did the three-cone. Little lacking, I think his pro day, he'll do better at the three cone, but it wasn't bad. It was good. 6.9, he did not run the shuttle. So Marvin Mims passes a lot of the thresholds that we want to see. And then Tyler Scott, um, you know, it's 5.10 on the dot, 177. 39 and a half inch vertical. His broad was 11 feet, 11.01, which is elite. So very great composite explosion grades for him. A 4.44, um, 40 which is great, not it's not elite, it's great. Thought he'd run better, especially the 10-yard split where he was a 1.56. So he didn't do any of the change of direction agility drills. We'll see at his pro day where I think he'll run a little bit better in that pro day too. And again, football speed, guys. I think that's a factor. Top runner in this thing was um, actually Trey Palmer from Nebraska who had a really, really strong uh, running performance at a 4.33. Uh, which is obviously noteworthy. But then this again shows you that like that's not the only thing that we're looking at when we do RAS scores, right? Because he runs a 4-3-3, but he ends up um, with the, a RAS score that isn't, you know, isn't altogether complete yet because he hasn't done enough other things. But the size of six foot, we need to see his explosive and agility. But those running metrics, a 4-3-3, those are elite. 10-yard split of a 1-5-1. LSU to Nebraska, certainly looking into Trey Palmer, but got to see, again, no agility and no jumping, which is a little bit strange to me. Um, but, again, other guys that we're interested in, Keishon Boutte did not perform very well. Uh, under five, Rasa, 4.73. His vertical was only a 29, which is some of the, you know, that's under a one score. A broad of 9.10, 40-yard dash, 4.5. These are good, not great. 1.58 10-yard split. The shuttle was a 4.25. So that's, again, good, not great. Didn't really meet the standard we were hoping for. Tank Dell, short uh, slot uh, expert, 4.49. Thought he'd run a little faster than that. The 1.49 10-yard split is bananas. He is top speed right now. A 10-foot broad jump. Didn't do the vertical, didn't do the agility. And I thought the agility would be where he would thrive. But, again, he's 5.8, 165. Tank Dell going to be 24, very small, didn't run the 40 number perfectly the way he wanted, short arms. You're probably looking at a fifth or sixth round pick there. I cannot see him going all too early. Even though he produced fourth fourth at the earliest, that's about all you're going to get. And uh, Guys who didn't really, you know, in this case, didn't run, need to see more. Um, Parker Washington checked in at 5'10", 204, and he benched 16 reps, but he didn't do any of the running or jumping. So obviously going to need 
to see what his metrics end up looking like. We'll finish out this wide receiver group because I know we're all very interested in where some of these guys are if they tested or did not test. I think Parker Washington's one of the only ones I'm seeing right now. And again, we'll get so much more of this testing data will come in and give us a full picture of a lot of these guys. But um, yeah, I think I think that's it for wide receiver that ended up mattering um, for guys that we'll talk about. I think Jaden Reed was one that was a little surprised, but he was dealing with a bit of an eye issue, um, a swollen eye. So Jordan Addison uh, down there at the 5.82, obviously a guy who a lot of people thought was in the first round, didn't do all too well, um, you know, uh, ends up with a poor 34. Again, this is relative, guys. His 34-inch vertical wasn't great, a 449-40, a 10-yard split of 156 and a 2.620 yards. So not not the great numbers I think some people were expecting out of Jordan Addison um, may cause him to slip just a little bit. Jaden Reed, Michigan State kid, a little bit older, will be 23, um, but he ends up currently sitting. We'll see. These things are fluid. You get pro day data, you, you change it a little bit. He ends up running a 4.45, which is good to great. A 20-yard split of 8.24, 1.57, 10-yard split. He has a 33.5 vertical, which isn't great compared to his peers. A 10-foot broad, which is good enough. A shuttle of five, um, 4.29, so average there. So he's sitting at a 6.18. Zay Flowers, um, not sure totally what he tested. Uh, let's take a look here. He had a 4.4240, which is fitting. One five three ten yard split, elite elite stuff there. 35 and a half inch vertical, 10.7 broad. Pretty good. The, the thing is he's 5'9", 182. So that size grade is really poor, and that's what pulls him down. Now his agility testing, I would imagine, will lift him right back up. Obviously a, uh, a very, very, very fluid guy, right? Um, and I think the agility numbers when we get them for a lot of these guys are going to help. Another one that we're really interested in is Josh Downs. Another guy who's small, checks in 5'9", 171, but great explosion grades, 38.5, broad, 40-yard dash of 448, 2.6, 20-yard split. But, man, the 10-yard split of 1.49, again, that is, that is really impressive. So, again, those are the things that you're looking for. Uh, with Josh Downs again, you know, 90th percentile in the vertical broad jump, in the 96th percentile, and the 10-yard split in the 98th percentile. It's an explosive player, and I think he will. Agility testing will prove that he's a really explosive player. So I want to hit on a couple others uh, positions that I think are going to matter this upcoming year. So um, well, in the draft here coming up. So um, we'll be right back. We're going to take our only break of this episode, and then we'll hit on those positions. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So the name that jumped up this weekend is Addy Adebaware out of Northwestern, who has a 9.85 RAS to lead the edges. Yaya Diaby is old from Louisville, but he ends up with a 9.85 to tie Adebaware as well. DJ Johnson from Oregon, 9.35. Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame, a 9.32. Derek Hall from Auburn, a 9.23. Lucas Van Ness, a 9.22. Nolan Smith, as we know, runs the 4.4. Ends up being a 4.39, I think is what I saw. Banana stuff. Out of him, a 9.21. Bryce Young, Tennessee product, really old, but ends up running a 9 flat. Um, other guys at the edge position that didn't test as well to meet some of the thresholds I know we like to look at. And again, not everybody tested. The data is not all too high out there. Nick Herbig, we're a bit surprised, but we shouldn't be because he's not very big, so he's going to get a poor mark in the size composite. But I thought he'd run a little bit faster in his splits, and that kind of hurt him right now. He didn't do the jumps, and he didn't do the agility, which is, I think, where Nick will obviously end up being some of his best work. But we didn't get enough from Tyree Wilson, who's obviously at the top of the draft. Didn't get enough from Will Anderson. We got basic stuff. Those guys are all looking to do their pro day. Felix and Adike Ozoma. Andre Carter, we figured out short arms and um, the, the, the weight, 256, only 11 bench reps, only a 30-inch vertical and a 901 broad. So Andre Carter, I think, hurt his stock this week, and we'll see if he does anything to help it with the pro days. You get Will McDonald. Uh, you get some things from Will McDonald, not everything. You get um, 36-inch vertical and 11-foot broad, uh, which obviously I think is uh, you know impressive. But the 239 weight and 6.3.5, older prospect, again, don't think he's all too much on the Browns' radar right now uh, because of the age and where they're going to be picking. Zach Harrison, Ohio State product, wingspan is ridiculous, 10-inch hands, um, 6'5", 274, he benched 25 reps, which is good, but he didn't do any of the other testing. Not many of the Ohio State guys did much testing. Not not many of them did the 40. I think only, um, I think one, one of the tackles, not Paris Johnson, but I think one of the tackles did, uh, I'll have to check if Paris Johnson did it, but um, anyway, not many of those guys ran the 40. But anyway, we'll get more edge data as we go, but some really, really impressive performances from the edge group uh, as we go through and look at who, you know, who's the best at each one. Nolan Smith's 439 was tops in the 40. Byron Young, 443. 
DJ Johnson uh, out of a warrior at a four, four, nine Diaby had a four, five, one. This is crazy. Some of these guys are moving this quick, this position, the 10 yard split, Nolan Smith's one, five, two, you know, the best time by far as he's clearly a top 20 pick to me. Diaby had a one, five, six, Derek Hall, one, five, nine Herbick had a one, five, nine Tyrus wheat for Mississippi state. One, five, nine Will Anderson had a one, six, one vertical. Nolan Smith had a 41 and a half inch vertical out of a 37, so those give you an example. Top of the group, Byron Young, 11 on the broad. Will McDonald, 11. Nolan Smith, 10-8. Derek Hall, 10-7. Ojolari, uh, B.J. Ojolari had a 10-6, which, again, you like. Uh, he performed, I think, you know, for what he did so far, pretty well. 32.5-inch vertical, okay. 10-6 broad. Didn't do any of the 40-yard dash, three-cone shuttle, or bench press yet, so we'll see more of that at his LSU uh, performances a little bit little bit later but yeah that gives us an idea of what's going on at edge not anybody that's really bummed us out all too far yet right we're still sort of early in uh early in all that so um you know gotta gotta figure out more about those guys let's look at defensive tackle again some of these guys kind of cross over into that group top of the defensive tackles uh for 2023 let me make sure to filter that or you're going to get all time data we don't don't want that necessarily uh for all of these positions uh, top of the uh, group at defensive tackle, you could, you know, again, you could put Adebayore over there, but we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna throw guys around multiple positions right now. Jalen Redmond from Oklahoma, who I will go back and watch more of a nine six three. Jervon Dexter a nine two one. Byam Bise, uh, Brees, Breesy. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. I haven't dug in enough to care because he's going to be gone before the Browns. Nine point oh seven. Colby Wooden nine point oh one. Zach Pickens, a little bit older, but a nice player, 8.97. Keanu Benton, 8.65. Moro Ojimo, 8.56. Average defensive tackle has a 4.93. Byron Young from Alabama, who we have certainly drafted and mock drafted a lot, a 4.82. Uh, so we will look at his numbers here in just a second. Keandre Coburn, a 3.72 out of Texas. Siaki Ike, a very disappointing showing at the Combine. And um, some of the others we don't have enough information on, like Tuli Tuli. Um, uh, Tui Pelotu ends up only doing height and weight, right? And uh, arm length and hand size doesn't do anything else. So a lot of information to be found on these guys, and we'll certainly update you as time comes. But uh, Siaki Ike kind of played himself down. Of It's hard to see him, right? The, the composite agility grade was poor. He didn't do any of the... He didn't do any of the explosiveness tests, which I don't think would have worked in his favor. 6'3", 335, and a 5'3", 9'40" with a 3.1 20-yard split and a 1.88 10-yard split. So he did not do himself many favors, a 2.02 RAS. Byron Young, 6'3", 294, bench was 24, so not you know okay in the size department. Explosion, a 26-inch vertical is not very good, but the 9-foot broad is fine, so it kind of balances out. He didn't run the 40, he did the 3-cone in six, uh, sorry, 7.68, so it was okay. So hopefully his pro day see some of those metrics improve for him as far as the defensive tackles go across the board you know uh, performance wise it's uh you know it's not great there's not a ton of positive uh, as far as grades go um you know his live performances on the 40 at defensive tackle the best 40 yard dash time was obviously Kaliza Cansey out of Pittsburgh a 4.67 Redmond at a 4.81 Dante Stills 4.85 and then Brian Breesey uh, had a 4.86, Javon Dexter with a 4.88. Uh, 
Cancy had a 1.64, and this is not surprising. He's, he's weighing in at 281, but the explosion stuff is real there. Jalen Redmond, 434.5 vertical. Moro Ojimo had a 33 vertical. Javon Dexter, 31. Broad jump. Jalen Redmond, Zach Pickens, Dante Stills are at the top of that. 9-8, Three cone Jalen Redmond. Again, you can, you can see it here. Keanu Benton does show off a lot of what you like about some of his change of direction ability. 7.34. Redmond, again, leads the 20-yard shuttle at 4.51. Benton, 4.65. Bench, the top bench performer was uh, Mozzie Smith, 34 bench reps. Jacqueline Roy uh, had 30 bench reps. Moro Ojima, 29, which is a great number for him. He's more of a speed rusher, so had 29. Jalen Redmond, 27. Keanu Benton, 25. Byron Young at Alabama, 24. Coburn, 24. So gives you an idea of some of the strength of some of these guys. Linebacker, I want to hit that real quick because you had a really impressive performance from Jack Campbell at the top of this list. But there was a, it was actually some nice athletic scores across the board. So Campbell is a 9.98. Uh, really, really great. I know a lot of you are interested in him. 6'4.5", 250. Great elite size, elite explosion, 37.5-inch vertical, 10.8 broad. His 4.6540 was great. Not elite, but great. Ten yard split of one five nine was really, really good. And then this change of ability, uh, change of direction ability, the agility score six point seven four is an elite, elite three cone linebacker number. Four point two four shuttle was great as well. He compares most favorably as, as to T.J. Watt and Leighton Vander Esch as uh, guys with similar athletic scores. Tyus Bowser, formerly a, a Houston product, also in that list. So. Fun to kind of look at those as they're sitting there right now. Trenton Simpson, the other top linebacker prospect from Clemson, a 9.86. Yasir Abdullah from Louisville, 9.47. Owen Popo, uh, 9.24 out of Auburn. A great running time. I think his his uh, 40 time was a, a 4.39, which is a 9.99 grade among peers. Compares to Christian Harris from Alabama last year. Uh, Malcolm Smith in 2011 from Southern California. That's just uh, that's really great. Thirty-five and a half inch vertical, ten oh six, broad. Not very big, six foot two twenty-five. But he's a will linebacker type who can who can run. Man, that guy can really run. Um, Noah Sewell out of Oregon, a nine point oh four overall score. Pretty great. Dane Henley, Washington State, drafted him many times. Eight point eight nine. Dorian Williams, a Tulane product. I'm very interested in later rounds. Eight point five four. Shaka Hayward, a seven point seven one. Henry Teo Teo with a 6.03 uh, for him, so above average uh, athleticism. Drew Sanders is another top linebacker prospect, but we didn't get anything from him. 6'4", 235. You got the arm length at 32 and a quarter, but that's that's all we got. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at with them. And then looking at safety, to put a bow on this thing, um, kind of has them listed off in two. Uh Looking at that group, let's see if we can get this data to load. Daniel Scott from Cal, late round prospect, 9.87. DJ Turner, they have listed as a safety. He's more of a nickel to me. His 4.2640 was the best of the weekend. You like seeing Quan Martin out of Illinois, Jay Ward, other guys who you're sort of interested in in those athletic safety types who can come in in a mid to late round pick and play all over the place. I mean, Quan Martin had a 44-inch vertical, which is as elite as it comes at the position, an 11.01 broad jump, 40-yard dash of 4.46 with a 10-yard split. That's elite stuff. 
Uh, it's hard to find matches for him. C.J. Jones, a 2003 Texas A&M prospect, 9.26, but he's currently sitting at an 8.95, only 5'11", 194. So he's more of a hybrid, I think you could all sort of surmise there. Jay Ward, an 8.02, a 6'188", number 34.5-inch vertical, 11-foot broad, a 4'55", speed, similar to Brian Branch this year. Luther Kirk from Illinois State, we know him a little bit. Uh, but Jay Ward's a guy that we are definitely very interested uh, in as far as what he can do. So uh, safety group who led the, and we haven't talked about strong safeties here a little bit, but the best 40-yard dash time was Brandon Hill out of Pittsburgh, Daniel Scott out of Cal, Quan Martin 446, Sidney Brown a 447. That Illinois defense had so much, so much talent. Um, Antonio Johnson, who's a uh, prospect being taken a little earlier in some of these at a four, five, two out of Texas A&M Jordan battle, uh, safety at Alabama, four, five, five D'Amico Hallams, the other, other, the third Alabama safety of four, five, seven, Jamie Robinson, a four, five, nine, uh, Chris Smith, Georgia, four, six, two Kayvon Merriweather, a four, six, two Jair Brown, uh, Penn state product. Who I've talked a lot about a four, six, five, Safety running numbers were not were not great. the The best vertical was Quan, and then uh, Oklahoma State's Jason Taylor at a forty three. Sidney Brown a forty and a half, thirty nine for Daniel Scott. A lot of great numbers there. The broad jump, Quan Martin eleven foot, Sidney Brown ten ten, Jason Taylor ten nine, Daniel Scott ten eight. So yeah, impressive stuff. Not many guys did the change of direction uh, drills here, so not even really worth noting those. Let's quickly see what they have scores-wise up at the strong safety spot uh, on on the uh, RAS score. Updater, um, it looks like the top is Sidney Brown with a 9.63. Jason Taylor from Oklahoma State, who we just referenced quite a few times, a 9.05. Jordan Battle with an 8.99. Kayvon Merriweather a 6.62. Brandon Joseph, a 5.84. The average safety, you're kind of sitting at a 4.67. Jamie Robinson, a 4.89, so right above it. You know, we got to get some other players' full scope picture here. But, um, yeah, that gives you an idea. I hope this was informative. I don't know, talking through, maybe you didn't pay attention at all and some of the names here you heard um, stood out, right? I don't think there's another spot we didn't really hit on, which is tight end. Um you know, tight ends who uh, stood out to me. We can pull that up real quick. There's a lot of this is a really good athletic tight end class. Um, so let's let's pull that up. Zach Koontz, this Old Dominion kid, put up the best tight end RAS score we have seen to date. Who's a Penn State originally over to Old Dominion, a six seven two fifty five size, twenty three bench reps, a forty inch vertical at six seven. A 10-foot broad, a 4.55 40-yard dash with the 157 split, a 4.12 shuttle, and a 6.873 cone. Now he's older, uh, Kuhn says, but boy, that is that is bananas uh, athleticism. Again, to see somebody who's the best that you've ever seen at the position athletically compared to their peers is nuts. Luke Musgrave, the second best, um, 6.5 253, 36-inch vertical, 10.05 broad, 4.61. 40 for him. Darnell Washington proving how freaky he is, man. Six, six and a half, 265 with 34 and a half inch uh, arms and 11 hand size. It's crazy. A 10.02 broad, a 31 vertical. Vertical wasn't great, but that's okay. 
464 40-yard dash, a 408 shuttle, which is elite, man. A lot of elite traits. And Darnell Washington, I think he's a first-round guy. But again, listen to all of these guys who have just in the green here. Luke Schoomaker out of Michigan, very interested in him. Tucker Craft, 958 out of South Dakota State. Sam Laporta, very impressive out of Iowa. Will Mallory, a not-talked-about-enough prospect out of Miami. 919, Brenton Strange, who I like a ton at the end of some of these drafts, with Josh Wiley, too. Both of those guys, 892, 886. Davis Allen, sort of forgotten about out of Clemson, an 877. Blake Whitehart from uh, Wake Forest, an 821. Payne Durham with an 818 out of Purdue. And then Michael Mayer, who I still think is a first-round, second-round guy, probably late first, early second, an 8.08. The only guy that got a full RAS score that ended up below Average tight end was Braden Willis, who I, again, have been interested in late in some of these. His biggest issue is the size at 6'3", 241. I think he's more gadgety than anything else. A uh, 32-inch vertical hurt him, and then a 7'3", cone hurt him. So not an undraftable player by any stretch, but a little disappointing and largely driven by some of the size stuff. But, yeah, we'll get a lot more of these scores, guys. I think what you have to do is be patient and understanding of eliminating guys just based on age and RAS scores. you got to trust the tape above all else. You really do. Above all else, trust the tape. But it does tell you how athletic these guys are compared to their peers. And I'm telling you right now, teams will take they'll take athletic, more athletic players over less athletic players unless the tape is dominant. That's just how it goes. You would rather take guys who are more athletic to take risks on than guys who are less athletic. That's just the nature of the beast, man. So these scores do matter. But they cannot drive every single decision you make as a guy either studying up on the draft, getting ready to, to uh, do something with it, uh, whether that's mock drafting or talking about prospects. You cannot just, these numbers are not, you know, they're not the end-all be-all. They are a part of the equation, but they are a big part of the equation. Age and RAS scores do matter. It's like, a, it's like a, a, if you're splitting this thing up in four, maybe even five, the tape is two-fifths. The RAS score is one-fifth, the age is one-fifth, and who the hell the person is, which we never get an idea of, we don't know it, is one-fifth as well. right? The tape matters the most. Can the son of a bitch play football or not matters most. Then you figure out the other three pieces of the puzzle and weigh those out how you want to weigh them out. But to me, they'd be one-fifth each while the film is is the biggest part of the whole equation. Can they do it or can they not do it? Then you look at the athleticism. Is the age right? Then you, then you need to figure out if the person is the type of person you want to have in your organization. So I tried to cover everything at the combine. I didn't go to it. I want to go to it next year. Hopefully can. Those are guys who stood out. Those are scores. Those who did best at important position. I didn't really cover anything O-line because I still don't think it's going to be a massive part of what the Browns do, but I, I, I will eventually hit on that. Uh, we're going to do a live mock draft, uh, dueling mock draft on Tuesday night, me and Pete Smith. So come by and check that out on the OBR channel. We'll have that on Twitch and YouTube. You can obviously check out the replay anytime you want, but those will be readily available. So stop by for that. Otherwise, got a good mock draft up for you tomorrow with a bunch of trades because Jack Duffin did a bunch of trades. So that's up for you and available. Yeah, otherwise, listen, continue to check out Free Agent Probability. We're in the midst of this thing. Free agency starts not this week, but the next week. Football offseason is about to hit its stride, man. Good time to be paying attention to this thing. It's going to be fun. You guys have a great Monday, okay? Great Monday. Check back in with you Tuesday. Hopefully get with a guest tomorrow. Talk more about the Combine, who stood out, who didn't. But hopefully today was helpful. Hit me up anytime if you have any questions. Appreciate you. OBR Film Breakdown. Signing out. Go Browns.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.